Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. You said, I said you, you go said, instead of sink. You said go That's... instead of sink, and it, it threw me off. What? I fucked. What was that? I, I fucked up. What was that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm feeling fine. I can't even say I'm feeling out of whack because I feel fine today. Uh, I just, I, I just really dropped the ball there. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I fucked up. I'll I... do better. <laughs> how, how you feeling? You had a bit of a rough time yesterday. <laughs> I, I like had like a weird incident yesterday not even incident I, I like I had one meal yesterday which is not atypical uh, because I am a millennial with unhealthy uh, schedule habits but I, I had Wendy's yesterday and I got uh, the, the two for five which is a chicken sandwich and ten nuggets and a medium fries and a large coke and I, I ate all the fries and the nuggets and I drank the whole coke in the span of maybe about 45 minutes and I forgot, like I always do, that my body just cannot handle um, drinking that much Coke, drinking that much sugary liquid at once. And I threw up about half of it, uh, and I just felt like I died. Man. And I went, and I took a nap after I got off work, and I woke up and I felt like I had died again. <laughs> yeah, that, um, that sounds like a rough time. Yeah, it, I <laughs> like, I wasn't even hungry uh, that night. I was just, like, at less, you know, I was just kind of like... Man, I am really agnostic about the whole concept of food and eating right now. But I, I but I, I feel fine now. Um, That's good. I, I had a waba hoagie for lunch. Uh, I'm getting a little bit sick of just eating like takeout food every day. Um, but me and Eduardo just have not had mustered the the willpower to go out to the grocery store and get real food yet. So. Every time I eat another chicken tender, I my I feel my body screaming at me. God. <laughs> um, how about you? How are you doing? Well, I I I'm back at my apartment because uh my school needs me to be here for physical classes in a few weeks. So I am really sorry. I I I am being marched to the slaughter as we speak. If 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 at some point during during the run of this podcast there is suddenly a different co-host in my spot that's why <laughs> i think i th i think that if you just spontaneously died um if i felt like continuing to do this then i would just record both audio tracks myself <laughs> like i would record it once and then just listen to an improv off myself like i would give myself pauses and then i would still make alex edit it that sounds like a fucking nightmare yeah, nobody would listen to it anymore. Would, it would, would suck. Would you like do a John impression? Like no, I would just I would, there would just be two of me. <laughs> it it would be fitting. It would be fitting given the subject matter. Yeah, yeah, it would. <laughs> but John, you're not you're not going to die. Um, it it'll be fine. Okay. Uh, we might have to we might have we might have to take some time off at some point. But I'm gonna call it now and say now that we're gonna die of COVID. <laughs> But if we had to take some weeks off, then uh, I'm sure everyone understands because the world is a fucking nightmare right now. Yeah, I, I don't. The world's been a the world's been a fucking nightmare since we started. Yeah, I this, and... I think we cursed <laughs> the world by by starting this podcast. We maybe it's all I, our fault. Didn't, didn't we record episode one like three like two or three weeks into the into the initial lockdown? Well, uh, well, no, we we record. I don't know how it was for you. But I know down down here in South Carolina, 
we recorded our second episode during my spring break. And then during my spring break was when, like, everything started locking down uh, down here. So Okay, I, I might be wrong, but I, I think that I... My school definitely went, took action before, so I think that, like, I remember we started recording, like, around when, uh... It was early March. It was... Classic got moved online. It was, it was, yeah, it was early March. Right. Yeah. I had, a, I had a stay inside birthday, which kind of sucked. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, we're kind of meandering around aimlessly because we have, like, about 20 minutes of things to talk about today. Yeah, this is the, this will be the shortest episode of Homestuck Podcast, probably. Definitely the shortest um, page-wise so far. Yes. What, what was the page count again? I didn't even, like, make note of... I. It, like, it was, like, 50 pages? Something like that? Yeah, definitely 40, our shortest. 47 pages? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Uh, there's basically only two things in here, and one, one of which is make her pay, and the other of which is Aradia's recap of the end of the session. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I, I've now, like, locked us into talking about it, so I guess we might as well get it out of the way, and then if we want to artificially extend the length of the episode, we can <laughs> talk about random shit at the end. Yeah, well, let's, let's hop on in to make her pay. I mean, we'll, we'll have, we'll have our high end wrap-ups, you know, maybe, maybe we'll, maybe we'll make it to an hour. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, um, make her pay. Uh, fan favorite Flash. Um, one of my favorites I'm gonna I'm gonna guess it's probably one of your favorites as well just because it's so good. Oh yeah, it's it's really good. It's very enjoyable. Lots lots going on. Good music sync. Um just good good stuff. Um it so this serves both as like a wrap up to this is mainly a wrap up to the whole like FLARP drama arc. Yes. And the fallout of it. Which is really a wrap up to the dramatic events of Hive Bent. Um, most of them. So, what happens here is it we, we it it, but it, sh- it it concludes the flarp recap. So it, it picks up where with Riska, recently wounded in on the floor of her hive. Um, immediately, immediately after the the magic cue ball was exploded by Doc Scratch. Yes. Um, my down seven eyes and one arm. Um, so, she, in a fit of rage, uh, mind-controls Tavros, uses him to mind-control Teresi's Lucis, and, to make a long story short, um, uses Teresi's Lucis to manipulate Teresi into walking outside in the middle of the day, uh, and staring right into the sun, which blinds her. Pretty, pretty, um, pretty elaborate move on, on Vriska's part, just to... Yeah. This long chain of mind controlling. Yeah. Um it's it's interesting to me that uh or not I I don't even I use the word interesting way too much. I like that uh Vriska got to Terezi through her Lucis because Terezi Terezi being like a better manipulator than Vriska is like a thing, and Vriska's envy of her is a thing. Based on that, yeah. and all credit where credit is due. This is a fucking diabolical move. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, what else happens in this flash? Um. 
when when Terizzi looks up at the at the sun, uh, she we also see this mirrored in her dream version. Uh, she's walking on Prospect, stares into sky for the first time. Um, we a couple pages ago, uh, in the last reading, it was just talked about how. Terezi, when Terezi's dream self woke up, she was blind uh, briefly as well, um, and this event was really what spurred her Lucis to teach her how to see without use of her eyes. Yeah. So it's it, it's interesting. Um, I just call myself out for that. There's also the angle where Vriska's kind of doing Terezi a favor here inadvertently uh, by giving her this new way to see the world. I guess so. Great, great plan by Vriska. Uh, maybe not the revenge that she would pan out to be. Um, the the flash kind of resumes and picks up on more present events. We see a lot of the trolls campaigning. Um, they're everyone's jumping around, killing mobs in their worlds. Uh, Solix and Aridan are fighting. Um, I think we can infer at this point, basically. That Aridan is being a shitty ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Um, we have not seen it yet, but there, I believe there's a rendition of at least Solix fighting uh, in the style of, like, the Scott Pilgrim video game yeah. sprites. Yeah. Which, uh, considering that Aridan is basically Feferi's evil ex-boyfriend, or evil ex-Moirail, uh, I is pretty appropriate. Yeah. Um... Yeah, they they have beef now. Uh, they're fighting, um, and then we get to the real climactic action of this flash, which is uh, Riska and Tavers are adventuring on Riska's on Riska's planet. Um, Radiabot shows up out of nowhere uh, and begins to absolutely just beat the shit out of Riska. Um, she does not stand a fucking chance. She goes to fucking town on her. Yes. Um, Honestly, they both deserve this, I think. Uh, Aradia, it, it looks like she's going, like, she she is really going to, like, probably intention to kill. Yeah. Um, but, uh, upon seeing Tavros, um, and how horrified he looks at this development, uh, she stops and warps out. Um, and this also is what prompts, uh, Vriska's dream self to awaken uh along with being slapped by dream terezi uh so that's basically all that happens in make her pay what do, what do you think of this um we we started to talk about this after we recorded our last episode you you, t- you told me to hold it for for this mm-hmm. recording but yeah because <laughs> otherwise we would be 20 minutes long yeah um <laughs> in in my eyes uh this this is like Full full atonement, well not not atonement. Atonement might not be the best word. Vriska's getting like everything that she deserves. Like her comeuppance. You yeah, would say. I think that like from a narrative standpoint, like a radio is basically like giving Vriska what she deserves. I don't know. How, I don't know how to say more than that. Like I want to say more than just that, but. She's delivering justice, yeah, I guess. Yeah, like anything further than this, I feel like would be overkill. Mm-hmm. 
because I mean, because I think Aradia did show up with the intent to kill. Yeah, and she very much could have, but she didn't. Very much so. <laughs> Risk of snapping that much of a fight. And I, I, I do think that after this point, like, from Aradia's point of view, like, she doesn't need to put like any more into the, the what happened. Mm-hmm. The it the message was delivered. Yes. I, it's also, um, it's gotta be, I don't, if there is any more delivery on how, on what this was like for Vriska, it, it, it comes later, but it, it has to be really humbling, or it just to just fucking burn that, uh, as a blue blood, that this was both delivered by Aradia, Aradia, who is the, the lowest of the low in terms of, uh, hemospectrum. Yeah. Um, and that she only spared her because, uh, of Aradia's friendship with Tavros. Yeah. Presumably. Um, like, if the physical beating wasn't enough, then the psychological angle also has to be pretty brutal. Also, just a reminder to Vriska that, like, people can exercise physical violence, which, and, uh... She's not safe from that, yeah. which seems to be um, a bit of a theme uh, so far, considering the, the whole everyone is friends on the internet and there's not really a physical dimension to a lot of it until the game starts. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. Um, I I think it, it I think it whips ass. I think that uh, Aradia deserved to have this opportunity. Um. You know, I I also like Riska, but she absolutely fucking deserved it here. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, I, it's, it's it's I don't know what else to say. Uh, pretty pretty fucking cool flash. Yeah. Uh, big big shoutouts to uh, make her pay reanimated. Probably one of the best like fan projects to like be made in the past few years. It came out like late I've last not year. Not seen that. It's it's really good. Uh, I definitely recommend watching that. I, I guess if it came out last year, that would explain why I didn't see it, because I was pretty tuned out at that point. Yeah, there there, there, there have been a lot of uh, Homestuck reanimated projects in the works. Uh, mm-hmm. I know one, the one that got released most recently was uh, one of one of the final flashes of Homestuck that's been in the works for, like, years. Damn. But, but Make Her Pay is really good. I, I, one, one sequence in it that comes to mind is... Part of uh the fight, well, not really a fight. Part of part of the bit where Aradia beats up Vriska, yeah, is done in like this really cool stop motion style. It's hmm. it's really good. Hmm. Yeah, uh, this is another. Um, I guess in terms of like just the the animation of it, this is another instance where you can really see the art team, quote unquote, coming into play. Yeah, we we do start to see more varied styles. And it's it's good. I, I, I put art team in quotes because I think that at this point, there was not really so much a Homestuck art team as there was a thread where Hussey would say, looking for artists. Yeah. And anime, looking for artists. Yeah. Um, I know that in the notes, uh, periodically, he'll talk about, uh, like, the incongruence of some of it and how much it fluctuates into that basically just being a product of it not really being an organized thing until way, 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 way later. Um, although he does seem to, uh, 
He does seem to indicate that he thinks that the quality overall gets better and better as it goes on. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm excited in about uh, 1,500 pages when we get to Cascade. Oh, yeah. It's go- That'll be cool. It's going to be crazy. But Make Her Pay has a lot of artists. I just went to the credits page, and oh yeah, there, there's a lot of people who, who provided art towards this. Oh, yeah, because like, not only are there like the the actual action sequences, but all the backgrounds are pretty intricate yeah. and pulled from different sources. Um, basically everything besides like the the panoramas that we already saw in the comic were not drawn by Hussey. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it it's cool to see the parts of this comic that are collaborative. I think. Um. This people, I know people like to argue about uh the collaborative nature of it. Uh, but especially the flashes, I think, are just really awesome. Uh, culminating for well. Me saying culminating in Cascade really dates me as a fan, I think. <laughs> um, but to me, that's still the coolest thing ever. Oh, yeah. So I'll stand by it. Um, yeah. Uh, any any other word on the make or pay discussion, do you think? Um, I think the only thing left that's really interesting is, like, uh, make or pay uh, finally turned up in the, the physical run of the Homestuck books uh, a few months ago. I think it was, like, oh, late last year. And... Hussey's notes for this page, he he said that, like, all of the bits that are not, like, uh, the beginning bit with Vriska mind-controlling and then the last bit with with Aradia beating up Vriska, it was just complete meaningless filler. Checks out. Yeah. Um... <laughs> that, that's, so, that's such, like, a Hussey move to have, like, one of the most pivotal moments in the comic and his notes are just a bunch of bullshit yeah yeah uh, another thing I, we're not done um i know that i've talked a lot about escalation of violence on the pod uh and i think this is another barrier breaker where this is a major character delivering a, an absolute ass whooping to another major character yes uh fist to face basically um not going to be the last time it happens. Uh, I don't. Not much to say about that besides this is this. Th- it's happening now. It's here. Yes. Um, and Friska bloodied on the like Friska lying on the ground bloodied. I think that I want to say that like, uh, this is the first time that we've seen like a uh, like like we saw Solok's last reading lying on the ground bloodied after getting vast gloved. Uh, but I think this is the first time that, like, we've had this kind of thing, but the character is not in, like, a more symbolically rendered form. Yeah. One of, one of the, one of the problems that I have, uh, I don't, I I don't know if anyone else has it, but there's, like, a disconnect with the fact that, like, troll blood color is not human blood color, so when I see, like, a bloodied up troll, it, like, doesn't really register as like oh that's a that's someone who's been beaten the fuck out of and they're like laying there dying a little bit um because <laughs> like because like when i when i when i like a, a, a few hundred pages ago when we saw dave like with his throat slit on the floor yeah like damn that guy's fucked yeah up. like damn what the fuck and and even during the intermission 
Like, mm. all the blood was red, so I'm like, oh god, what the hell? But then, like, <laughs> with Solix and now with Vriska, like, it's the, the different blood color, it really doesn't register. It's, it's a little too cartoony. Yeah. Uh, it's... It's like Danganronpa. That's what I was gonna say. It's like the Danganronpa pink blood. It 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 really takes the like the humanity out of it. Mm-hmm. I I remember distinctly at some point, like on Tumblr or something, seeing like a a a photo set where people had like edited stuff like this yes. in the comic to be like human stuff. Yes. Um, I don't, which is like a little bit weird, but it it did. In complete fairness, it did like help realize, like, damn, these guys are fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, um, I I am now racking my brains for anything else to bring up about this Flash. Um, I think that might be it. I think that once we bring up Danganronpa, it's time to move on. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, one other notable thing is that Aradia did teleport in, and this is like the first instance of her teleporting. So obviously, she's had like a new gain in ability. Yeah, she's got like the little floaty things. Yeah, and... um, evocative of uh, Dave's turntables. Yeah. Uh, and she's a just, she's a maid of time, and that's been confirmed. So she she's probably like time traveling at this point. This is time player stuff. Yeah, yeah. and the rest of the reading is about that yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, I guess moving on to the rest of the reading. Um, uh, we zoom out. Uh, Diamonds Drug is there. Um, I I I think that this is this this like. These, like, three pages are, like, why Diamond's Jug is, like, my favorite exile, uh, besides Club's Deuce. Yeah, he's um, really he cool. He doesn't have much personality. He's pretty cool. Uh, he's just chilling reading his, uh, the, the Grey Ladies, ma- uh, news- magazine, newspaper? I think it's a newspaper. newspaper. Um, having a smoke, and he's like, yeah, add a girl, and I'm like, that's me, I'm this guy. <laughs> wow, he's just like me. Um... He, uh, Diamond's Droog, uh, suggests via console that Aradia skips the end, uh, at which point she expresses probably the most agency she's shown so far, second to popping in and being the shadow of Riska. Um, so this is, she's not there yet, but, like, I, I like these hints of an Aradia who's not just, um, complacent with everything. Yeah. Or has taken the reins a bit. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, it's cool. Um, but yeah, Aradia nonetheless uh, elects to skip to the end as suggested and basically recap for us the rest of the suburb session and how it goes. Suburb, whatever, same game. Um, she does this via memo, uh, but because she's better behaved than Carcat, uh, she refrains from banning and kicking herself from the memo. Or anybody else. Um, there's a mind. There's like a little bit of a banter between her and herself from the beginning of the session, which is cute. Uh, where they kind of she kind of laments her her fate uh, to be plagued by voices. Um, kind of sad, but I I like her self interaction a bit. Well, I don't know. Carcats is funny, but it, this is a different flavor of it. But yeah, um, Aradia recaps basically, um, the, that they were, at the end of the session, they were able to overcome the Black King, uh, by 
with the help of a, an army of Doom's timeline Aradia bots, uh, as a time player, I guess this is just a thing they like to do. Um, notes that Doom's timeline, like, someone's self from a Doom's timeline is themselves doomed. I don't know how hard this rule is stuck to, but it's, it, it's a thing here. Um, if you come from another timeline that is itself doomed to fail, then that person themselves does not have a very long shelf life on in the in the correct timeline. It's referred to as the alpha timeline here, which I don't know. I don't know if if that's correct or if I like that term I, being used here. I think it's the first instance of alpha timeline being used? Question mark. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, um, and I don't, I don't know if it sticks. It does stick. It sticks all the way up to the end of the comic. I, I know. I was just, I wasn't sure if um this alpha timeline was the alpha timeline, or like if this was a a proper noun alpha timeline. But that's a spoiler, so whatever. Um, just felt like pointing it out. Um. Talks about how the the boss fight, uh, as probably just as uh, ordained by Skya or Fate or whatever, was almost insurmountably hard, but they managed to overcome it um, and gain the right to the ultimate reward. Uh, but right before they were able to claim it, uh, at the end of the game, they're on the frog li- lily pad in front of the this the scrub house. Uh, something went wrong. Um, there was a rift, uh, opened by presumably the kids in their suburb session, uh, that while not being directly responsible for the great undoing, as she calls it, would lead to it anyway, because it forced, uh, an unnamed, uh, Invincible, indestructible, omnipotent demon, uh, his hand, to stop them. Um, this rift, uh, these rifts are not uncommon, and them- they themselves are benign, and they are known as this- as a scratch. Uh, there you go. It's it's there. There, there it is. Scratch name drop. The sub, the subject of Act Five, Act Two is is introduced. Uh, and, and further. Um, what else? Uh, the trolls escape from what is presumably Lord English's entry into the universe. Uh, all but one Aradibot is killed, and this Aradibot is the one that is providing the recap. Um, something, uh, worth pointing out, I thought, is on page 2605, you can see that on her screen, she's talking with Doc Scratch while she's recording the memo. Yeah. And while the text kind of implies that it's Lord English, um, Doc Scratch, the, the, the part of text said by Doc Scratch that's highlighted does kind of imply otherwise. Because... In a- it, it says instantiation. Yeah, well, Aradia says, why is he here? Mm-hmm. Se- seeming to imply that whatever came from the kids' session 
is someone that she recognizes. And then yes. Doc Scratch says a particular instantiation. It it could be. I wasn't sure, but I read her "Why is he here?" more so as like Doc Scratch said something before, and she was like, "Well, why is he here? What? Well, why is he here then?" Yeah. Uh, like something in reference to what he was talking about. It's possible, possible. Um, yeah, there, there's a lot of implications all over the place. Particularly that it is Lord English, and that Lord English may be someone who we already know. It's 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 a lot of like ambiguousness to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lord English's status in the comic uh, is, I mean, as we've seen so far, it's pretty vague. Yeah. Um, just that he's there. Uh, we're finally at the point where he's supposed to show up and ruin everything. Um, and the reference to an uh, indestructible, omnipotent demon is pretty uh, points in one direction. Yeah. We'll say. Um, but yeah, this, 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 the, the trolls have escaped to, uh, the meteor, um, where they had their ectobiology lab, uh, it's implied, um, and I'm just saying it, uh, which I guess opens up, I think that, uh, Carcat mentioned it before, although it could be wrong, um, but yeah, the, the, these this this cast of characters also had has a weird bullshit thing going on with uh, ectobiology. Yeah, I th- I think Carcat did previously say when talking to John in Act Four that he had to do the same thing. Yeah, but yeah, um, the session is referred to as null, uh, and they are kind of just sitting on the meteor waiting out death, I guess. Yeah. Um. She refer she refers to it as being banished from the universe that they left behind, but barred entry from the universe that they created. Which, as we see, the big reveal zooms in the, the... is uh the kids' universe. Wow, it's got Earth in it. Wow, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Um, and that's Hive Bent. That that's Hive Bent. That's the big reveal of Hive Bent. The the trolls created the humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, somehow. Somehow. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I don't know how much of it. I I mean I knew that already. I don't know how much of a secret it was. Um, I mean I mean new readers probably don't know. Definitely. Yeah. Or um, I'm sure. I guess the... I'm sure there's a lot of people who like knew about Homestuck and like knew about the trolls that didn't know the trolls create humans. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's there. Uh, and I guess I also don't know how, um, how specific the, like, the, the end game of Suburb is, or, like, referred to. Yeah. Um, and how someone, new reader would read that. But yeah, um, in the case that you had no idea about what Suburb was going to do, this basically is like, okay, so that's, that's what it does. Yeah. Creates um, a new universe. Yeah. And I don't know if it's, in, like, I guess it's implied by, um, kind of everything going wrong and they're being denied the reward that it, in a, in an ideal 
session, which may or may not be able to exist, um, the the players would be granted access to the new, granted entry to the new universe that they create. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know if it just is. It's the 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 whims of fate just dictate that that just can't happen because suburb seems to have a way of going wrong in very specific ways. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's Hive Ben. That is Hive Ben. That was crazy. Feels, it, I honestly, in retrospect on Hive Ben, I kind of forgot how short it is. Um, which I mean, we talked about how it's only about five hundred odd pages long. Yeah. Uh, but I, 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 I guess I over time like things from Act Five, Act Two just kind of slipped into Act Five, Act One in my head. Um, yeah, but like, damn that that was a that was not a ton of things happening. Uh, even though a ton of things happened in it. Yeah. Um. <sighs> so what are we thinking? What what rating do we give Act Five, Act One? Is that a is that a is is that is it cringe? Is it? Is it based? It's not cringe. Is it? It's it. it <laughs> uh, <laughs> based is a strong word. I did really enjoy it. Um, I. Uh, it feels weird to come off the end of an act, uh, not as enthusiastic as previously. Um, I did really enjoy it, and I thought it had a lot of really great character stuff. And I think that it in that the uh, the shift it offered to more specific character interactions. Um and a lot of the how good a lot of that was was really cool. Yeah. Um and at the same time I don't really want to I I think a lot of my problems with it are um having the benefit of reading pat of having read past it before. Yeah. Um because my main complaints with it uh has to do with like the pacing of it and how 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 eager it kind of is to get along with itself. Yeah. Um. It, it, it really, the, considering like how like sudden it was introduced, because like acts one through four, there there's a lot of build up, and then all of a sudden you're you're with these twelve other characters who seem to have like bare minimum association with the previous characters to a point and it it's just like act five act one really seems like a way for hussy to dump all of this information because he knew he was gonna like heavily utilize these other characters mm-hmm. yeah for uh, another thing um kind of just to keep in mind in terms of perspective is that in all, all in all, Act Five, Act One, uh, was coming out for three months. Um, started um, in June and ended in September. Um, so it really all did come out pretty fast. Yeah. Um, although I I forget what the I don't know what the page to time ratio was like for the rest of the comic. Um, this would be useful to keep in mind, I guess. Um, yeah, I guess that one, uh, 
to not sound so negative about it, I think that it it's got me excited for Act Five, Act Two, yeah, a lot. Same. Um, because there's a lot of things that uh I was kind of expecting would happen earlier that I know are gonna have to happen in Act Five, Act Two that I know are pretty cool. Um, Act Five, Act Two is also really long relative to what we've had so far. Um, I know that Act Six has its whole sub act bullshit. Yeah. Um, Act Six uh, is the longest act because it's half of the comic right uh but act five act two is going to be the longest sub act i was going to ask if that was the longest chunk of pages that were all named the same thing yeah um that 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 we're that's what we're going to be in the longest like act five act two Mm -hmm. is going to be the longest like specific specifically named set of acts so Act Five, Act Two. Do you, yeah. Do you think we should ditch the 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 troll icons or hang on to them for a bit longer? Because I'm, on one hand, I really like them. Uh, shout out to Alex, they're they're great. On the other hand, um, they make editing the thumbnails a little bit of a pain because the horns take up so much space. You would think isn't that valuable, but it turns out it kind of is. Yeah. I mean, I I, I like I the idea. Play around with them. I like the idea of like mix and matching, depending on like mm-hmm. what we cover in the episode. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, and ultimately, I'm the one who edits the thumbnail, so I get to do whatever I yeah. want. Yeah. <laughs> I have no power over you. Like, you have no power over what I describe the episodes as when I post them on Twitter. Oh, you mean when you describe the, describe the Black Queen as having a fruit gusher ass? <laughs> that was... I forgot that that who whoever... Whichever member of Six Impala, like, looks up the phrase Six Impala on Twitter and, like, likes every tweet that mentions them... Base. Because they, I, I inadvertently made a member of Six Impala read the phrase "Black Queen's fruit gusher ass." <laughs> Let's not get into that that phrase too much. Listen, I had just woken up. I had, I had only had like four hours of sleep. I had a, I had a big day ahead of me because I was moving. I, I was just unhinged. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> Oh god. But anyways, back back to back to what we need to be talking about. Um so something that I do want to bring up again. I I know I said this at like the beginning of Act 5 Act 1, but at, now that we're done with it, it it still like makes even less sense. How can you skip Act Acts 1 through 4? It 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 drives me insane because like Act 5 Act 1 is such a like parody of like what happened in the first four acts. There's so much shit that, like, if you didn't have the context for the jokes, it would just be like, what the fuck is he talking about? Yeah. Like, it... There's so many jokes and, like, story content itself that relies on knowledge that is found in Acts 1 through 4, and even the intermission. Mm-hmm. Th- that it just doesn't make any sense to me. I-, I-, I still can't get a grasp on why people skip anything in this goddamn comic. They wanted to see the... The funny gray people. I know, but but it's not worth it. In in fairness, um, if you just logged on for these five hundred pages, um, I think the story works pretty well on its own. Uh, the at least the character angle of it. Yeah. Um, because I mean, like, I guess this is a strength and a weakness of some of it. Like. As readers, we know that Teferi is not going to get much play. But, like, if you didn't know anything, if you were a new reader even, before the rest of the comic happened without Teferi, um, then this is 
it's pretty compelling character drama. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm, I'm not saying it doesn't work. It's just you miss so much that you could be enjoying with that prior knowledge. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. Um, it's just dumb to do that. Like, it's... I am an advocate for skipping to like if it's like a video game series. I'm an advocate for skipping to whatever whatever it gets good. Um, That's where I disagree. But, <sighs> are you gonna fucking play Metal Gear on the MSX? Yes. Before you get to MSX, that's what did I did. That? That's what I did, did when you? I first got into Metal Gear. Oh that's what God, I do with every insane. video game series that I get into. <sighs> I I need to go back on my Shimigami Tensei recommendation because you're just gonna fucking play all the horrible <laughs> the, like the, the NES one Megami Tensei one. I don't know. I'm still apprehensive on like getting into Shimigami Tensei in general because like <laughs> I ha- <laughs> I've seen I I don't know if they're serious or not, but I've seen the the timelines that people have tried it, to construct with the series. It's um I'm trying to think of a good uh, allegor- uh, analogy. Um, it, the timeline really does not matter. The only instances where there is any relevance to the timeline, besides, like, uh, motifs of things showing up again and being explained again, is, like, Shin Megami Tensei 1 is, uh, Shin Megami Tensei 2 is a direct sequel to Shin Megami Tensei 1. And, like, that's it. Um, the, 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 the sequel to, the sequel to 4, Apocalypse, is, uh, is also a direct sequel, but, like, um, whatever. It, it, there's an argument over whether that's even considered mainline. I don't know. Whatever. Um, Shin Megami Tensei, uh, aside, um, <laughs> I can... I, <laughs> I, I, I'm having some restraint. Uh, I can see why people, like, will skip to a, a video... I'm an advocate for that. For, like, if there's a video game series and you have, like, a million games and... At some point, they become tolerable by modern standards. I'm an advocate for skipping to that. Uh, I think that in stories that are linear, that uh, that you are supposed to read each chapter one after the other to give prior context uh, and to understand the story as it progresses, I I am really against skipping anything. And I think that it in general, it's dumb to skip things. Yes. Um. I know there's been a lot of controversy on Twitter about that JoJo timeline someone put together. JoJo timeline? Um, some, some, okay, one, YouTubers have no rights. I trust no YouTuber. Um, but this anime YouTuber put together, like, a suggested watch list for the anime series. Oh no. Oh no. Um, trying to make it, like, cooler, or, like, starting, it started with, like, with part four, I think, <gasps> and then it was, like, Okay, and then you can watch the previous things to give you backstory to the cool things in part four. And I'm like, see, the problem with that is that if JoJo was constructed as as a narrative where, like, it started out in the setting and you had all these vague things in the lore of it, like, if Jotaro was, like, a, a cool guy who had, like, a, a, a mysterious past and you got to see his past, like, over time, that would be cool. The issue is that the story is not set up that way. Yeah, I, I think when you have a story and the the tellers of the story want to like set it up so that at some point they will do a prequel so that it like 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 a narrative will be set up if it needs a prequel like 
Yeah. Like the the, the best thing I well not say or, not saying or if something has if something sorry I was gonna say you could go back real quick um, if something has a prequel then the thing that came before the prequel stands on its own yeah because they made the prequel later the 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 best case I can think of of like if it's a prequel for a reason you should probably watch it after you watch the original thing is like Star Wars. <laughs> That's a good example. Me and my f- I really thought you were going to say the Phantom Pain. No. Um <laughs> me me and my me and my friends did did a Star Wars marathon back when episode 7 was about to come out, but we mm-hmm. did it like linearly and uh, like like chronologically. Chron- chronologically, yes. And it was my cousin's first time watching Star Wars. Oh. And because we watched it 1 through 6 instead of original trilogy first and then prequel trilogy she came out of it fucking hating anakin just entirely like i i i'm so used to people being like let's just ignore the killing kids thing because it happened in the prequels and they watched the prequels after the original trilogy but when we got done with it she was like no i'm not gonna like a guy who killed kids why would i ever like a guy who killed kids it was insane. I, I I myself am personally anti Star Wars in general. That's fine. I get it. I've um, grown up. I get it yeah, now. Like that is a good ex- that is a good example of like stories are set up in ways that I I do not think that there should be a debate in terms of chronological versus release order. Um, if if there is a narrative through line to the whole thing, I am not an advocate for playing Metal Gear Solid 3 first. Largely because it's the best one, and uh, if you play it first, then it's all downhill from there. But also because um, it exists to show the fall of, or like, the fall of uh, Big Boss. Like, it and Peace Walker do. And if you play it first, then you're gonna be like, oh, well, Big Boss is like the coolest dumb, he's like the coolest dumb guy ever. But... And you don't have context for any of the rest of the series. With 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 Metal Gear, Kojima had this problem of adding even more information with the next installment of the game, regar- regardless of where it took place in the timeline. We could do an entire episode <laughs> on Metal Gear. We could do um, an entire episode arguing over Metal Gear Solid Four. I I am <laughs> the thing. The reason that's never going to happen is in order to fully construct why I think that Metal Gear Solid 4 is one of the worst things to ever happen to fiction, um, I would have to play it again, and I will never <laughs> do that. Uh, but, but yeah, like, the the point being that I think that if something is a... I think that if something... If all the pieces of something are part of a story that is written all relatively coherently with a co- in mind that you are getting it all one after the other i think it's stupid to try to come with your own order for it that is somehow better yeah um and i get and bring it back to homestuck like act five act one while it can work on its own it's it's a sequel to act four which is a sequel to act three which is a sequel to act two which is a sequel to act one yes um, and I feel really bad for anybody who started with Act 5, Act 1, even if they went back and read the rest, uh, later, because 
going from the action-packed conclusion of Act 5 to John sitting in his bathtub uh, <laughs> messaging Rose about the needing more build grist, man, I feel so bad for anybody who had that experience. And I understand why so many people who read Act 5, Act 1 didn't continue. Because you just fucked it for yourself. Yeah. Um, now I want to talk about Metal Gear. <laughs> um, but I, I, I'll exhibit some restraint. Um, we're, like, coming up on the 50-minute mark. Uh, oh, there was one thing, um, one random thing, uh, that, uh, that, that came up, uh, regarding, regarding Shin Megami Tensei. Um, I was, I was playing some more of, uh, Apocalypse today because I have no self-respect and I love to torment myself. Um, but... There's this demon um, that manifests as a horned woman with red eyes uh, and gray skin um, with a six-letter name that... It's real. It it disturbs me a little bit. I'm just going to DM you a picture of this demon um, because it it weirds me out a little bit every time I see it because whenever I see her, I'm like, that looks like a Homestuck, but the game that she was in first came out way before Homestuck, and I'm like, see did you rip off Haredi's design from Devil Summoner Soul Hackers Man. for Terezi? Man, this is a Homestuck character. Yeah. Yeah. I look at him like, that could be an ancestor. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and the six-letter name also just gives me fucking paranoia. Um, that that's all. Uh, the, con- the, the parallels continue to pop up. Um, and I hate it, and I want, I want to stop seeing them. Um, what else, uh, cleanup-wise? Um, regarding the tier list, um, I, I believe that, uh, I or we, I'll take the responsibility, said that we would rent, we would redo our ranking at the end of Hive Bent. I am revoking that, I'm making an exact decision to not do that, because I think that at this point, it would still be too unfair to a lot of the characters, notably Riska. Yes. Um, <laughs> because Riska has gotten her comeuppance, but has not really gotten her... the breadth of her arc, we'll say. Um, and so, I I guess we can save it for Act 5, Act 2, and hopefully don't need to put it off anymore uh, until uh, after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but I, I will say that, uh, looking back on my decisions initially, I would say that Equius gets a couple, Equius gets bumped down to go live down there with Gamzee. I fucking hate him. He's the worst. <laughs> um, you never know. You might change your mind in, in the events of Act 5, Act 2. Anything can happen. You know what? Well, that's why, that's why I'm putting it off. But, you know, I'm not going to bet on it. Um, yeah, uh, and I, I might even, I might even be a little bit terrible and move Tavros up a couple spots, because while he's kind of, like, exists to be the annoying centrist character, yeah. uh, he is sympathetic and he hasn't really done anything, I mean, by definition he doesn't really do anything, but, like, I, I don't think he deserves to be below Equius. um, <laughs> I don't hate him that much. 
I, I think he's largely atoned for his horrible rap battle sequences in Act 4. Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that that clears up everything that I had in the agenda for wrapping up Hive Bent. Um, do you have any closing thoughts? Um... Hmm. I don't think I do. I think we covered every every base. Uh-huh. It managed to stretch out to a 50-minute episode instead. Wow. I, I was really thinking we would get the... I, I was betting on 40 minutes, but, you know, I'll take an hour-long episode. I, I don't know whether this is... I think this is probably still going to be shorter than Intermission 1. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. But, yeah, um... I'm going to take it to the close this time, because I'm just whoa, out of practice. Whoa, 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 Got my hands up. Got my I hands gotta, up. I gotta, I gotta say what pages we're reading. Oh, fuck. Because we are delving into the 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 big part. The the part that everyone <laughs> loves. Uh, the part that I love. Yeah. Um, we, we will be kicking off our adventures in Act 5, Act 2 by reading to page 2725. Which is about a hundred pages, but there's a lot of fucking words. A nice round a hundred pages, pretty much. Yeah. The I I was I was looking through the the amount of text we would be having to read, and boy <laughs> does Hussy pull out all the fucking stops. I cannot wait for all of our favorites to be back. It's gonna be great. We're gonna see our favorite kids again. We're gonna see the the exiles. We're we're go- I have missed WV. I, me too. <laughs> all the fucking weird like mutant exile stuff in in hive bent i don't think i really brought it up but like it just does not hit the same yeah um <laughs> i cannot wait for wv to be back uh but yeah um am i safe to take it to the close now all right all right uh you've been listening to homestuck podcast uh i would like to give extend a very gigantic thank you to all of our listeners um Anybody who's just picked us up on Spotify, uh, shout out. Um, and I would like to even give an even bigger shout out to our editor, Alex. Uh, beautiful, beautiful man. Um, visited my house this week to drop off my Arba Dwyer uh, <laughs> TKO shirt that I made. I'll uh, I'll post some pictures of it on, on, on my Twitter later if anyone wants to see it. It's it's, it's really funny. Um, if... if, if politicians blowing their brains out on live tv is your kind of humor <laughs> um regardless i'm aiden i'm john um and we will see you back again next week with uh our intro to act five act two um see you everybody farewell i i almost <laughs>